We've got Economy Tutor joining us in the studio to give us a, a good look at some of the top economic issues of the past week is uh, the Catholic University economics professor, Yang j u n s e o k Professor Yang, hello. Hello. Well, we have three topics we're going to try to jump through. Uh, the first one is in regards to the uh, effect of the temporary holiday. So as we know, this weekend, August 17th, has been declared a temporary holiday. Uh, August 15th, the big Liberation Day holiday, is falling on a Saturday tomorrow, which means uh, there would be typically no day off. But the government has decided to issue August 17th as a day off to um, encourage people to uh, not only take a break, but to spend into the local Economy. Um, obviously, this is not uh, unprecedented. We had this uh, situation in uh, 2015. Uh, this was during the MERS epidemic, and the Park Geun-hye administration wanted to give a boost to domestic demand by issuing a temporary holiday then as well. So overall speaking, I don't, I don't know how much empirical evidence we have, but uh, what is the economic benefit of a temporary holiday? Okay, well, let's get to the empirical evidence a bit later because there's not really that much formal study. But uh, Hyundai Economic Research Institute did do a formal type of study based on some economic models, and they estimate that the increase in consumption will be 2.1 trillion won. They got this number from assuming that 25 million people will spend an extra about uh, 83,691, which t h e result they got from a poll. Mm. Uh, and that would lead to production increase of 4.2 trillion won, increase in value added of 1.6 trillion won. This is the actual contribution to the GDP. They calculated this from the input-output tables, which is a simple model of the economy, as well as the uh, multiplier effect that comes from the extra consumption. And they estimate that additional employment will be 36,000 workers, though it's not specified. That's probably only uh, worker day calculation. So uh, 36,000 workers will have an extra job for a day. Uh, Now, Uh, In the past, uh, the uh, Hyundai Economic Research Institute and some other organizations, including government agencies, made uh, such uh, estimates of uh, effects from temporary holiday, uh, but there has been some problems with those calculations. Okay, so uh, the the idea is that you want to make uh, people... uh, be uh, incentivized to spend into the uh, economy and provide a boost. Has the reality matched up with the estimates? Okay, well, uh, if you look at, say, uh, 2015 May temporary holiday, which we just talked about, the uh, post-holiday analysis showed that there is uh, some effect. Um, uh, Compared to uh, 2014, uh, when we had the extra holiday on 2015, department stores uh, sales rose by 16%. Duty-free store sales rose by 19.2%. Large stores such as E-Mart sales rose by 4.8%. And the uh, attendance in monuments, museums, baseball uh, rose from somewhere between 17% to 70%. So there is an effect. But these effects were less than what the economic modeling indicated. So uh, the uh, Hyundai... Uh, Research Institute numbers that I talked about is probably a bit too optimistic. Also, uh, some uh, there there is some hope that this will increase domestic uh, tourism. But if we have one extra day of uh, 
temporary holiday so that we have a three-day weekend. That doesn't really help tourism that much. Korea Culture and Tourism Institute, which is a government-run research institution, uh, crunched out the numbers and they estimated that if we only had one extra day extension for a weekend, uh, that would only add about 0.001% to Korean GDP. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, So, and there's actually no guarantee that uh, private companies will uh, have the temporary holiday. Government has the power to declare temporary holiday and uh, give people a day off for government-related jobs and state-owned enterprises, but not necessarily private jobs. Right. So uh, it is uh, more of a voluntary basis, at least uh, depending on the generosity of the particular company you work with, especially if it's in the private sector. uh, Travel uh, may not have uh, a big boost. And uh, we also see that uh, the situation, let's say, in 2015 with MERS, um, despite um, how perceived incompetence in handling the outbreak back then, it was a walk in the park compared to the coronavirus pandemic that we're facing right now. There were no strict social distancing guidelines at that time. It was a bit of a scare, but people could basically uh, go along with their daily lives. This continuing coronavirus Uh, pandemic does not make domestic consumption, holiday or not, easy, right? Right. So uh, we talked, uh, we we had increases in uh, uh, shopping, increases in visits to museums and movie theaters, uh, but those are not going to be as comfortable with the coronavirus. We had increase in baseball attendance. I don't think they're allowing people in the uh, baseball stadiums right now. Or if they do, then they're limiting the numbers of uh, people that can go in. So we, ca- we cannot have the uh, 2015 increase of 43.9% increase in baseball attendance. Um, and, uh, and then this is complicated, even worse, because the... Uh, Uh, situation in Seoul is worsening. The uh, Korea Center for Disease Disease uh, Control is concerned that outbreak may be increasing in the Seoul area, so it is considering that they may raise the alertness and distancing level uh, to the uh, second uh, second serious level. Uh, So uh, people might be nervous about Yeah. Going out for the holidays. And so it, it, it's unfortunate that uh, that is the situation we're in, but uh, the actual uh, pandemic itself really probably has uh, uh, no care about <laughs> whether there are temporary holidays or not, unfortunately. Uh, the other way to um, try to boost domestic spending is through uh, incentivizing uh, with various discounts and namely coupons. Let's talk about that. That's our second topic, uh, Professor Young. Ministry of Sports Culture and Tourism handing out these uh, coupons and vouchers for six culture and leisure-related industries, lodging, travel, movies, performance art, exhibitions, um, uh, which would be museums and art galleries and all that, uh, physical training facilities, uh, mainly gyms, fitness centers. And uh, th- we've got 90.4 trillion won worth of uh, coupons distributed to about 8.6 million people, so a little less than a fifth of the population on a first-come, first-served basis. What's the effect of these coupons? Okay, well, uh, looking at the uh, type of coupons and when it will be issued, it may help moderately. Um, Some coupons take effect from today, actually. Uh, You can go out and get some of these coupons today uh, and use it for the uh, holiday weekend. Uh, And uh, coupons for... uh, 
art galleries and such. Sorry, not art galleries are actually being handed later. Uh, But the attendance in museums and such will probably help. Uh, But coupons for lodging is being issued from today, but they will be only valid for stays in September and October. So it will not help this weekend. It may help over the uh, Chuseok extended break. Mm. Uh, Then there's uh, coupons for domestic tourism. Uh, But It hasn't really been finalized yet. The government will select eligible tour agencies who will offer cheaper tours uh, on the 20th, uh, and then they will start uh, selling discounted tours from the 25th. So they haven't really decided what tours are going to be affected and which companies are going to offer this. So that kind of gives you a hint that this plan was not uh, uh, thought out uh, for a long time. It's probably uh, thought out very recently. Um, and uh, so we'll have to wait and see the effect from those, but uh, how, uh, the attendance in museums, movie theaters, and exhibitions, uh, except for art galleries, they're being handed out starting today, and they will probably do some good in uh, helping people uh, go and take uh, sight of these events. But again, coronavirus, how how much uh, fear people have to going out with a lot of crowd, that's going to be the uh, big wild card. Yeah, uh, again, uh, there is really uh, no consideration from a virus uh, to uh, talk about uh, thinking, oh, well, you got some coupons here, (laughs) might want to ease up on the situation. Uh, Again, um, this is not unprecedented. Uh, Korea has used coupons in the past to drive up demand, um, particularly like uh, during the Myeongjeol or the Chuseok or Seolla period with the agriculture, the gift boxes and all, all that and what have you. I, uh, because this is recent, I'm, I'm uh, guessing, once again, not a lot of empirical evidence. What, what are the general economic effects of this? Okay, again, there's no formal careful study, as you mentioned. Uh, what the effect it does seem to have is that there is some effect while the uh, coupons are going around. So it does have some positive effect. Uh, but what we're really hoping with these coupons is that they start a spark. Uh, we did this, uh, we tried to do this at traditional markets. We did try to do this at agricultural goods, start handing out coupons, and maybe people will find that, you know, traditional market is very convenient, very good. So they start going to traditional market regularly. That hope didn't really work out. Uh, once the uh, coupons run out, once the period of the coupons are over, things go back to more or less what it was before. So it's good for a temporary effect, but it's not really good for a permanent effect or sparking something which is declining. Yeah, and then now uh, we are going to look at a more of the macro picture of the situation. And uh, judging by the notes you have, uh, we're going to probably uh, be... Uh devoting the majority of our time on this particular issue, and that's economic growth. Now, we talk about domestic demand being uh, uh, trying uh, various things to try to boost domestic demand, and uh, to an extent that works, that might help, but Korea is still a largely export-oriented economy. Uh, as it stands right now, among the uh, so-called wealthy nations, OECD, uh, there was an annual survey of Korea, and uh, a lot of these uh, numbers here uh, really made uh, front-page news in Korean media, largely in a positive way. So the 2020 growth rate for Korea was estimated to be negative 0.8%. This is a lower estimate than the government's official figures and the BOK as well. And it will uh, imply, uh, assuming there's two straight quarters of uh, contraction, uh, basically technically a recession in in, in Korea, right? Uh, But but there is actually some good news here because OECD is actually kind of saying this was better than the negative 1.2% estimate in June. 
And also, among all those uh, so-called wealthy nations uh, among the OECD member countries, Korea is going to be expected to be the best-performing economy. And they will also, just from GDP size and virtue of the fact that a lot of these other economies are going to contract at a much worse rate, uh, Korea is going to crack the top 10 in terms of uh, GDP to ninth from 12th place last year. So how, in your view, and I, I, I know you tend to be a little more skeptical on these things, how, how, is, how good news is this? Okay, well, uh, we should not over or underestimate the Korean achievement here. The fact that Korea's size ranking and growth ranking went up, I don't think it's worth much. Uh, But on the other hand, the fact that the OECD revised this estimate upwards, I think that is a significant achievement, though that I don't think that has much to do with economics rather than uh, protection against the COVID virus, how Korean uh, public and the government did uh, to reduce the uh, spread of the coronavirus. The uh, OECD hasn't really updated its statistics yet, but according to the uh, press releases which have been coming out, the uh, five Uh, economies with the, I I shudder to say these are the highest growth rates, Mm. Uh, but uh, Korea has the uh, highest growth rate with negative 0.8%. The second largest is, or second highest, is Turkey with minus 4.8%. So Korea is the only one with a uh, less than negative 1% 1%, growth. Right. Wow. Uh, And then Japan is negative uh, 6.0%. Germany is negative 6.6%. U.S. is negative 7.3%. Now, but for the uh, U.S. and European economies, this low growth rate not only uh, covers the uh, shock from the coronavirus, but the shutdown and the lockdown that these countries went through. We talked about this a little bit before, but uh, the European Union, uh, the United States, they deliberately sort of induced coma to the economy so that people will not get around and spread the virus. So a lot of the fall in these uh, growth rates are actually part of government strategy. It was not a natural result from the coronavirus. The government actually tried to make it worse because they placed control of the coronavirus above the economic activities, which I think was a logical thing to do. Um, But having said that, Korea never went through a formal lockdown or shutdown. The government encouraged social distancing, and they did close some facilities such as bars, but they never uh, induced coma on economic activities here. So in that sense, uh, the uh, decline in rates for the uh, first half of the year, Korean uh, growth rate does not reflect any government choices to stop the economy. So some of these negative uh, growth rates in terms of pure economics may be uh, exaggerated, at least in terms of how much did did uh, did coronavirus affect the economy. Um, So uh, if you look at the... uh, Numbers, well, Korea's numbers are so low because we never went through a real uh, lockdown or shutdown of production or consumption. Uh, It's a good thing. Uh, Right now, it looks like Korea has succeeded. Coronavirus is uh, somewhat under control. Uh, But uh, if it turns out that the uh, European countries or United States did a better job of controlling because of the shutdown and lockdown, then... Uh, News might be different. Right now, it doesn't look Hmm, that way. Interesting. Okay, so uh, what you're saying is that uh, this is really more about uh, Korea's 
competency in controlling the virus, but not necessarily the underlying economic fundamentals. Right. Uh, so uh, if you look at the OECD's growth estimates for next year, that's assuming that coronavirus doesn't come back, Korea will have the lowest growth rate. Uh, and the reason for that is that these other countries, well, all countries are going to get back to more or less a normal growth path. Uh, but the, uh, if you think about it, the bigger negative shock that you had this year The, the, uh, if you go back to a normal growth path next year, they'll have higher uh, rates to climb. So uh, because Korea had the lowest fall this year, they'll have the lowest rise next year. Uh, if the countries which had the big falls this year will probably uh, have a big rise next year. So that's why uh, the uh, Korean growth rate is expected to be the lowest of the OECD countries next year. That's, of course, assuming that the coronavirus doesn't come back. Uh, so uh, OECD estimate for Korean growth this year is, as we mentioned, negative 0.8%. Next year's growth estimate is 3.1%. If you average them out, it comes to about 1.1% growth per year. Uh, so uh, it wasn't a real, it's not going to be very hot two years, uh, even though 3.1% sounds good. And Korea still faces the same medium and long-term problems that it always had. Uh, this uh, highest growth rate in the OECD doesn't solve Korea's underlying economic problems. So uh, we mentioned that these figures came from the OECD survey of Korean economy. They mentioned that uh, the Korean economy does have a lot of problems. Uh, for me personally, the two biggest problems uh, in the uh, noted in the report was that Korean labor productivity is very low. It's about U.S. $40.8 per hour. Uh, and that's 31st of 36 countries. And it's about the level of Poland, Greece, and Latvia. And it's way below the OECD average of $57.3 per hour. Um, and then uh, second biggest problem that I see personally is that Korea has the fifth largest level of product market regulations. And what that means is that Korea, uh, there's less competition, so there's less room for innovations, less room for improvements, and consumers probably face higher prices than you would in some more less regulated, more competitive countries. Other problems that OECD points out, uh, some people may place these problems higher than uh, Uh, me, but uh, there's, uh, Korea has the highest poverty rates for the old, highest income differences between men and women, and above average income uh, inequality compared to other OECD countries. So the old problems that we had before the coronavirus are still there. So um, just we have a little time, so just a quick follow-up here. Uh, for what you're saying is the fundamentals of Korea uh, – economically haven't changed and these other uh, kind of negative issues still remain and that's why what you're saying from the two-year average if you uh, project these uh, going forward 1.1 per percent growth uh, per year uh, which won't be great and these other countries like in Europe and the U.S. Uh, they would be expected to have more of a U or a V-shaped recovery. They've dropped a lot further meaning they can gain a lot more and they might in the end in two years average out to have a better growth than Korea. But, but are we underestimating the effect of the, the virus, though? Because you did mention that it's not clear that in the long term Korea has handled this 
um, the best um, or, or uh, competently yet. But uh, rather than the shutdown, it, there's still that debate in the U.S. I know we're not epidemiologists, but there does seem to be an interplay with economics and, and epidemiology where the pressure to open up has in fact exacerbated the situation because if you open up too soon, then you end up having to shut everything down once again instead of doing the sort of more social distancing kind of soft uh, type of uh, measures. And it, it just isn't clear right now how coronavirus is going to affect in the next two or three years. Yeah, I mean, uh, New, New Zealand, I think, may be a better example than Korea because, well, uh, Korea is uh, did a very good job comparing... Uh, Uh, stopping the uh, spread of the coronavirus, uh, given the size of Korea. Uh, New Zealand was known as one of the few countries which did better than Korea, but uh, coronavirus is coming back. Right. Uh, and as I, we mentioned at the uh, beginning of the uh, story, the uh, Korea Center for Disease Control is concerned that, at least in the Seoul area, yeah. coronavirus may be making a comeback as well. So it seems that every time we sort of uh, relax a little bit, This virus comes back, and that will have some effect on the uh, uh, consumption we talked about earlier. uh, Because, well, if you want to go shopping, if you want to go outside activities with other people, coronavirus may come back. And uh, it's a serious situation for everyone. Hope everyone stays safe regardless of the uh, various economies. We're going to leave it there. Professor Yang, as always, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Thank you.